Youth sport is a billion dollar industry. Athletic development plays a significant role in that. I'm your host, Nathan Parnham, athletic development coach and author of The Sporting Parent. Here, I'll share my thoughts on youth athletic development. Welcome to The Get Down, a podcast for parents, coaches, and schools involved in the youth sporting landscape to help set your athletes or programs up for success. So welcome to episode number two. If you're a returning listener, I'd like to say a massive thank you for coming back on board. But if this is your first time listening or tuning in, then I'd also like to say welcome and thanks for giving up your time. This episode is specifically targeted to parents and it is to do with athletic development. Simply put, why it is no longer a luxury but a necessity with the emerging generation. So as a parent, you may be wondering, what's the deal with athletic development? Should we or shouldn't we be looking into this further? You may be wondering any of the following. What is it and is it appropriate for your child? Is it even necessary? Isn't or shouldn't playing their sport be enough? The challenge is where do you find out? How do you discover specific details and everything thereafter? Well, this episode, parents, is for you. So here is the get down. In episode number two, there's three distinct parts that I'd like to share and discuss. The first one, why it's no longer a luxury. The second, understanding generational shifts in overall athleticism or ability. And the third is the fear factor, overcoming what that means. Will it stunt growth? or will it lead to injury long-term? So let's look at point number one, being why it's no longer a luxury. So there's been a significant generational shift, and a portion of that is to do with the absence of incidental exercise, and more importantly, unstructured play, which I'll get into a little bit later. But if you think back to when you and I were growing up, assuming that we've grown up in a similar generation, that is, in that it was very real for us to be playing out on the street and doing all these sorts of things. Now, the reason why I'm highlighting this is because with the rise and increased use in technology, being through social media, gaming, and everything that comes with that in between, the simple things like playing, utilizing that unstructured play which is actually what made us more resilient in the first place, simply doesn't exist. Now, why is it no longer a luxury to engage in athletic development? Because we are losing the battle with physical activity, firstly, but secondly, what is prescribed and why it has to be prescribed. And that largely comes down to the introduction of the internet, basically. So if you think of things like YouTube, social media, marketing schemes, other parents keeping up with the Joneses. So as a parent, you may well back in the day have had no idea what it actually means to do sports-specific training. But now all you have to do is jump onto Google, jump onto YouTube, and the next thing you have the best sports-specific drills going around and everything has to have a purpose. And that's just the societal trends that come with this particular generation. That incidental exercise or play 
that unstructured play is no longer evident. And the question that I would pose to you as a parent is, when was the last time your child or teen went to the park by themselves or alternatively with you and engaged with just the freedom to play? So think of kicking a footy around, shooting hoops, riding a skateboard, riding a bike, everything in between that. Nine times out of 10, the answer is never. And that is regardless of how good or their perception of how good they are in a particular sport. Everything has to be structured and that's the societal shift. The reason why I'm highlighting that is if you look at the overwhelming complex weekly schedules that you would engage with, with your children on their sporting endeavors, if there is the absence of athletic development, but it is jam-packed with sport-specific or engaging in various sports in the absence of any days off or rest in between to even socialize amongst their peers, then simply put, you're falling behind the eight ball regardless if it is to do with sports specificity or not. It is about setting your children up to be active for life. And that's where the athletic development comes into it because they simply aren't getting it these days. So the second point is understanding the generational shifts in overall athleticism or ability. So let me paint the picture for you. So when you and I were growing up, it wasn't uncommon that you would be coming home from school, kicking a footy out on the street, riding a skateboard, riding a bike. There's a knock at the door. It's your mates in the street, everyone asking you to come out to play. They may be calling that the home phone, telling you to come outside. After school, everyone's hanging out kicking footies, doing all those sort of things, shooting hoops, riding bikes to each other's houses. And if you wanted to actually figure out where everyone was in your street, all you had to do was walk past your mates' houses and you'd see all the bikes spread over the front lawn. Or alternatively, you may have grown up in a household like mine where your curfew to come inside for dinner was when the streetlights came on because you were always outside playing. You might have been climbing trees on trampolines makeshift jump ramps for skateboards, bikes, the lists go on. Now, if you're not smiling right now like I am, it's because you're starting to realize that there is a significant difference to what's going on right now. And that comes down to or has implications for their what we call physical literacy or their fundamental movement skills. So physical literacy and fundamental movement skills interchangeably Irrespective of what you call it, it's thinking things like running, jumping, hopping, catching, kicking, things like that, hand-eye coordination. So it's very rare and has taken a significant decline with the generations that are coming through. And I've mentioned to you that it's to do with the shift in technology and the use of it. And this has great implications, which I've highlighted in the previous point, to do with their unstructured play. So that is the technical term, so to speak, of everything that I've actually just mentioned. The outcome of this is it increases the bandwidth of their athleticism or lack thereof. So on one side of the spectrum, you have a generation, you have individuals coming through who will actually play professional sport. On the other side of it, You have those who are simply sedentary and no longer engaging with physical activity. When we were growing up, the bandwidth was a lot less. So there's a lot of gray area in between. 
The difference being now is the individuals coming through who may well play professional sport, what they look like is very good in their sport. They still lack fundamental movement and physical literacy because I have met numerous athletes over the years time and time again as the generations come through who are very good at their sport, but they lack the ability to simply balance or hop on a leg. Okay, now I know that sounds really simple to you and I who may have grown up playing hopscotch and things like that. It looks like they are very good in their sport, and they are, but they lack the simple fundamental movement skills, which actually increases their likelihood of injury in the sporting arena. If you look at the other end of the spectrum, being simply sedentary, not only do they struggle to balance on one leg, but they will not be able to engage and lift their own body weight, which is the biggest concern, if they cannot get up and down off the ground without undue fatigue. So their day-to-day activities, walking up and down the stairs, running for a bus, getting up and down off the ground, these are all things to do with their day-to-day activity. If they lack physical literacy and fundamental movement skills in its simplest forms, then it creates unnecessary duress in their day-to-day lives. And that is the difference between us growing up and this generation coming through who know, know differently. So the third and final point that I want to cover off is to do with overcoming the fear factor. Will strength training stunt your child's growth or perhaps lead to injury? So the first thing that I want to highlight before we address that particular hurdle is Athletic development refers to a variety of different physical qualities or skill sets. So you've got strength training specifically, you've got the running side of it, so speed. So think of acceleration, deceleration, maximal velocity. You've also got the, the jumping side of things. So the hopping, jumping, landing. So expressing the forces that come with not only day to day living, but actually in the sporting arena. So The biggest misdemeanor, I suppose, or belief with parents is to do with strength training specifically. So will resistance training stunt your child's growth? So I get it. I'm completely empathetic to all parents who want to steer away from exposing your child to risk or harm, and particularly if you're the one who's going to be encouraging it. So the first thing that I want to level up and clear right now is that strength training will not stunt your child's growth. A large portion of the injuries that come from engaging in athletic development and strength training specifically is simply to do with a lack of supervision and using inappropriate modalities or inappropriate pieces of equipment within the facility and doing so in the wrong way. But the key point is with a lack of supervision that comes with this. So what are the benefits that actually come from resistance training. So the first thing is that allows them better or greater control of their body in its surrounding environment. So it allows them to move better and more freely, which not only enhances their daily activity, but it also transfers to various sports, not one sport specifically. It increases their level of strength and the armor that comes with that, along with the functioning that comes with movement, simply put. So ideally, It's about reducing the likelihood of injury 
and engaging or I suppose enhancing injury prevention that comes with it. Other sides to that and benefits come with it is to do with self-esteem, confidence, discipline, and everything in between being accountable and learning throughout the process. And a big part of this is actually the delayed gratification that comes through a process-driven approach over an outcome-driven approach when it comes to their overall athletic development. So to sum it up, when it comes to athletic development and specifically strength training, no, it will not stunt your child's growth. It's about perception and reality. There is no difference between climbing a tree out the front of your house in the street or doing chin-ups in a gym. Perception is reality. The difference is the surrounding environment that comes with it. So in summary, as we wrap up episode number two, for all the parents out there who have been wondering about athletic development and, and why is it necessary, the first one is it is no longer a luxury. Athletic development is a necessity in your child's structured training week. Then the second point is understanding the generational shifts in overall athleticism or ability. Prescribed sessions and the structured versus unstructured nature of societal trends versus historically how you and I were raised. And the third and the most important one is overcoming the fear factor hurdle. Stunting growth or will it lead to injury? It's no longer about growth, but acceptance of the benefits outweighing the myth, being enhanced movement, sport longevity and ability, injury prevention, self-esteem, accountability, discipline, and most importantly, ensuring that this generation coming through remain being active for life. So thanks very much for tuning in to episode number two, and I'm looking forward to episode number three, which will reveal what's the biggest mistake that any school can make in building an athletic development program. <laughs>